You're listening to the Fox in the Phoenix podcast, understanding the feminine cross-dressing experience. I'm Savannah Hawk, dual gender male to female crossdresser, LGBTQ plus advocate, TEDx speaker, and author of the Living with Crossdressing book series. And I'm Julie Rubenstein, proud ally and co-founder of BoxandHanger.com, a feminine styling and life coaching service for cross-dressers and transgender women. Hey, Julie. Hi, Savannah. How are you? I'm okay. I mean, is it summer or is it chilly? Is it winter here in what? Northern California? What? It's chilly. It's okay, chilly. just for every just for everybody to note, I'm looking at our dear dear Julie, and she's got a looks like it maybe a cheetah print hoodie fleecy thing going on. Well, which, it's a snuggie or a uh, sn- oh, 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 it's a amazing. wearable blanket. I love it. I love it. I thought it was like a hoodie, but it looks amazing. While I'm sitting here with my sunglasses. Uh, yeah. That I took off for this event in my nice little green chevroni. I don't know. So, well, you all see it on my Insta. This short little fluttery dress that I'm wearing, which mm-hmm. I love, as Joey would say, literally love it. <laughs> so, how have you been? I've been good, but can I show you also this t shirt I'm wearing? Hold okay. on. And then okay. you could describe if you want. Uh, Hold on. And oh. then I'll tell you a story. Okay, great. It is a canary yellow, a lightish pale yellow. And it says Clown College International, class of something, graduate. And it's got two clowns on either side of kind of the filigree and scrolling work. So what? tell me this story. I stumbled on this on Etsy and it made me chuckle because when I, it's very special because when I was a little girl summering in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, there was a dump that we would go to frequently. We had a summer house there and next to the dump, there were these giant white tents and it would say clown college on it. I'd go every weekend with my dad to drop off the trash and we'd see Mm. this and he'd say the same thing every time he'd say, Jews don't go to clown college, (laughs) which I think I hear him say this every single time wear this t-shirt. It's like an homage to him. And I became a theater major and my favorite inspiration is Charlie Chaplin. So I Mm -hmm. think it's just pretty funny that, you know, some Jews are clowns. Many Jews are clowns. But yeah, whenever I wear this t-shirt, I always think of my dad. He would say these things just to crack himself up. Like no one else would think it was funny. I was just speechless. It was like crickets. But he'd always say the same thing. Jews don't go to clown college, which, you know, to be fair, the stereotype is true. Many don't. Many run away to become comedians or lead the forefront of the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. But, you know. I wouldn't sense that there's a large population of Jewish clowns that were learning acrobats and how to fit in a small car back in the day. But yeah, whenever I wear this shirt, I feel like he's giving me a big hug. So I feel extra, extra happy and extra cozy. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. I, and now, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, when this podcast's done, I'm going to go see how many Jewish clowns there are since 1900. I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> ah, you. Ah, you're speaking about going out to your summer place in Cape Cod. I also, Judy and I just came back from a special trip, probably the first real non-working, non-drama, non-family related vacation in the last probably six years. Everything I've done has been 
okay, we have to move my parents down to Topeka. We, my dad passed away. We went to New York to pack up Judy's mom. All, everything has always been about something. And this was mm-hmm. about nothing other than yeah. to be invited out to the Outer Banks, which where we were, it was probably, I don't know, an hour, hour and a quarter south of Kitty Hawk. We got invited out by Crystal. She could have been a serial killer because we'd never met before in person, but she was lovely, invited us both out. We took the dogs, ended up being three and a half days or three days full because Judy wasn't feeling well by the end of it. Our little tiny mutts got trampled by their big dogs. No fault to the big dogs. Our dog got scared out of her wit. So every time this big dog came at her again, she thought it was Godzilla and would be freaking out. Even if there was nothing happening, she was freaking out. So it kind of like put a little bit of strain and stress and was always about keeping them corralled and separated and stuff. But it was a sound view, you know, not the ocean, but it's inlet going out. And then the other Mm. banks is beyond the outer bank part of it. Saltwater and freshwater. We went out on a catamaran, uh, which was fantastic. We did not get on a jet ski because of our backs. It was like, yeah, it sounds like it would be amazing until my back cracked in half. And I was Mm. like, I ain't going to chance it. Although 20 years ago, I would have, but not today. Now, that being said, I will tell you one other interesting thing that happened. I got stung by a jellyfish. It was very ouchy. We're in the water. All mail mode. There was. Mm-hmm. I did take Savannah with me, with the off chance that we might have got dialed up for an evening, but it didn't work out. And so we're just floating around in the little area around their dock. And Crystal in heat mode says, "Ow, jellyfish!" And I'm like, <laughs> "You got stuck by jellyfish." And then next thing I know, one's brushing up on the inside of my knee, tentacles stinging Ow. my flesh, and I'm like, "Ah!" So I freaked out and I stayed in the water for three more minutes before I got paranoid about to see a jellyfish surrounding me. So I scurried up the ladder, went inside, put some baking powder and like a water paste on the area to draw out whatever. And it was fine the next day, but it kind of made me paranoid. <laughs> about going Wait, in the so you both got bit by a jellyfish? Oh, did, yeah. did you really say like, <laughs> I did, but in my head, I'm like, oh, look at you getting stung. I'll be okay. And then I got stung. Right. And I'm oh. like, I'm not okay. But Crystal got stung like across the belly, across oh, the arm. Oh. And, oh, yeah. But apparently it's, yeah, this happens all the time. So they were fine with it. I was not fine with it. Yes. And you're very sensitive, very sweet <laughs> and sensitive. And, and a big puss. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going in the water if it's going to sting me back. Because I'm like, I am outie. Then um, you're done. You are probably done with done. the water. Yeah, but the problem is Crystal said, oh, well, you know what you could do? You could just put on like your yoga pants. And I, I had bought a long sleeve swim shirt. And they don't sting you like purposefully. They just, as they brush across it, yeah. it barbs you. Mm-hmm. And had I put on yoga pants almost like a swimsuit or yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Wetsuit, a wetsuit, yeah. wetsuit type of deal, then I wouldn't have felt anything. And that was like brought to my attention like the last day. And I'm like, well, it's too late now. But ew, and it was sweltering. It was like 95 degrees. Mm. And a, thank God they have these beautiful canopy of trees on the property. And the breeze coming off the water. And it just pretty much stayed like in Adirondack chairs for <laughs> three days oh. straight. It was fantastic. That's so beautiful. And whenever you sent me pictures and Crystal did, Crystal Mm. did before you arrived and was like waiting for my guests. And and something that we haven't really brought to the forefront of this 
particular conversation is that Crystal is a beloved listener of ours. Hi, Crystal. Hey, girl. <laughs> so, yeah, that made me feel really excited that you got to have some time and Judy got to have some time, but it sounds like it wasn't as relaxing as Judy would like. There's nothing worse than getting sick at someone else's yeah. house and not feeling yeah. great. Yeah, we were going to stay through the 4th and come back on the 5th of July yeah. because she wasn't feeling good. So, let's just get on the road now on the 4th of July and just go home. And that way it gave us a lot more time to recoup. We had all a Tuesday and I was still off Wednesday after the holiday. So it gave me time to get back into work mode versus I just drove six hours. Now I'm going to go right to work tomorrow. So it gave me that extra little buffer to get my head on straight. So it was good. All right. Not to like ADD too much, but like, <sighs> I feel like when I stare at both of us side by side right now, I feel like I'm definitely the after like the celebrity gets out of the makeup chair does her job and then gets her makeup all taken off and then leaves because i feel like one eye is open one eye is closed there's a whole lot of like discoloration going on my roots are <laughs> like i just feel not so great and then and this is me after i got out of the shower like this is like let me just preface this statement i feel like the light is turned on then i look over to you and you're like ah all glammed up your pinky coral lipstick is on point, especially with the contrast of your beautiful milky skin and that <laughs> mint colored eyeshadow that you have plucked from the coloration in your wrap dress that just looks divine. So I will do my best to stay in my lane in a visual sense and just not stare next to me to the, <laughs> or at you because it makes me feel like comparing yourself to anyone is seriously like the devil's brew mm. so i'll try not to but i'm just like wow i look like shit this is gonna be fun you oh. know like for the next i'm just saying no it isn't a put down it is but you know what i mean i just feel like wow i did get a good night's sleep you did. never know but I did. and here's what i'm gonna say in defense you look amazing and none of the stuff you said was what i see as my perception of you number one number two I got three hours on you. Mm. you know, my, you're coming into this late morning. I'm already in my early afternoon as we're talking. So I yeah. have more time to get my stuff together and go out. But you've seen me plenty of times where no Savannah was in sight and I look a dredge and I hadn't shaved. And I'm like, I didn't feel like getting dressed today. We have our moments, but you look gorge in my estimation. Just saying. It's fine. I've accepted it. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, people. But hey, you know what? What are we talking about today? Today we are, well, you and I have been uh, touching upon this off and on just in conversation, this topic. And that's the idea that it is summer. It is the season of summer. I don't know what it's like in other areas of the United States of America, but I'm going to assume that this isn't the coldest summer on record. I believe 2000, <laughs> the year 2000 was as well as another year that was way further back than that. I did actually try to look it up today as I'm shivering, shivering in my cozy. Um, <laughs> but we do know that the summer can be very complicated and puts a strain on a lot of male to female transformations with the heat and the heat and the heat. We know a lot of people that kind of like to retire a little bit during the summer. I think that if 
being dual gender is something that is a 50-50 split and it's really important to you for that visual moment with that relationship with your femininity, it does make it super hard. If you're someone like you, Savannah, that is very consistent with dressing, you may take off a weekend here or there, but it's pretty much something that you're committed to. But with the heat and the setting powder and the shapewear, (laughs) so we're just going to get into it today, all about summer and cross-dressing, and it's going to be fantastic. In the summertime, in the summertime, I'll be happy. That's all I know. Yeah, I know no lyrics to that. I know the song, none of the lyrics. But I will tell you this, who's got fantastic silver hair with black roots, two thumbs, hates to hate this girl? Ah, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. All I want to do is go from I want to hop, skip, and jump from one air-conditioned venue to another. Even today, and this happens to me even all the time in no matter what, I have to turn the air up when I'm doing my makeup because I'm so afraid just as I'm applying it, it gets stuffy in the bathroom and I feel like it's not caking or I'm getting a little sweaty. I hate that, number one. But imagine somebody who doesn't love the heat like myself and then goes out from air conditioning to the blast of 95-degree heat. With a little bit of humidity tacked onto that, it just, for me, is oppressive, oppressive, oppressive. And I don't like it, but I do, like you said, I need to have my weekly Savannah time. I do need that. And I don't want to just sit home and dress and then say, all right, well, that was fun. I sat and ate a PB&J and then deconstructed. I need to be out, but you won't find me necessarily at like high noon events. You're not going to see me like marching in pride when it's like sun rays or sun burning me and turning me into a puddle of goo. Yeah. It's not my jam. I'm a deep fall girl. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You, you give me like 65 to 68 degrees. So I can either be, I don't need a jacket or I love to wear this jacket. That's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. And there's, I would say that I am a fall girl as far as the cute sweaters, the Mm. leggings, the boots. I think that's definitely my aesthetic, but I am definitely happier in the spring. Mm. Okay. So I think it's a tie for both for different reasons. When I think of spring, I think of a lot of pastels. And for me, I'm not really a pastel girl. So that kind of palette doesn't turn me on as much as the rich kind of fall colors, but I definitely appreciate wearing lighter clothes. And I think that when I speak of lighter clothes, when I was talking to a few of our listeners about what they love about summer, do they love summer? Do they not love summer? I think the feeling of being in lighter clothes was definitely appealing to many cross-dressers, that feeling of the breeze blowing through their wrap dress or their skirt and the not being weighted down by heavy fabric was a common theme. Yeah, a lot of linens, a lot of loose maxi dresses is good. The one thing, and this is a me thing, which is I don't have a beach body in Mm. my eyes, and that's just me. And I will tell you this, I wear a lot of compression to feel comfortable, like in a one-piece with a sarong. One, I burn to a crisp within minutes, so that's never good. And two, it's just a lot of extra layers. You want to be light and flowy and airy, but then, oh, I'd love to go to the beach. I'd love to swim. But yet you're in this one piece or maybe a zip up front or kind of a Scooby-E wetsuit type of look. 
And then you're wearing, I'm wearing all this compression underneath the, the forms. And yeah. that, that gets hot. That gets, it's like even a wig. I will tell you this, when we were sitting there out on the waterfront and I'm sitting here, I can't even think of putting a wig on right now because it would feel like a wool cap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't have that. Two things about my wigs is a lot of heat retention off the top of my dome. And then two, I have no peripheral vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and something about wearing your wigs are they're layered that they're at least on appearance and i did mm-hmm. try them on lighter yeah. lighter wigs but when you have this idea or when you love and committed yourself and your femininity to these long heavy from the tit down wigs it's just heavy mm-hmm. and the wig wears you and it's not comfortable and it's hot. So that's definitely something that, especially in the summer where you're perspiring and there's even, yes, stay indoors, fine. But there's <laughs> also be visual. And there's yeah. also not only getting out of your car and walking to said location to be air conditioned wherever you're going. Let's say you're going right inside somewhere. Then guess what, ladies? There's the going back in the car where it is hot as blazes. So if you're wearing some sort of short dress or skirt that the heat of the metal, the heat of the leather, I mean, mm. the, the, ugh, ugh, that's all I have to say. Yeah. It's yeah, I've not had, a I've, good feeling. I've had that both male mode and female mode where I'm wearing basketball shorts or a very mid thigh skirt. And then you just hit that leather seat and it feels like you've just taken off three layers of the back of your thigh skin as a result. So yeah, never, never, good, never fun. So yeah, it's tough. And I feel for people who don't have a consistent routine where all of a sudden summer becomes like an off limit thing and not even just for the heat. Think about those girls, those sisters of ours who don't shave or can't mm. shave. And now they, they could wear opaque tights, but it's summer. Now you got hairy legs covered by opaque tights, and then you're trying to survive the heat in those layers because you really don't have the option to shave your legs or shave your arms or shave your chest. So a lot of women, as we know, will use breastplates or use forms or use higher collared blouses or dresses. So those are long sleeves. So those in and of themselves do not really lend themselves to a summer vibe, summer feel. And even material-wise, it's just not, it's going to make you feel more uncomfortable than not. But yet, I know we all suffer for our art. We all suffer for being us in a lot of ways. But that's that extra layer of discomfort that must just be off-puttings. And if like you don't have the ability to say, oh, I know I do this every week. Or I know I have this standard routine, and that's like, well, I only know summer is the only time I could do it because that's when my wife goes to visit her family in Idaho, and I get a week off to do what I want to do. Yeah, it can be very frustrating. It can. It can. I do think that there is some kind of fun adjustments and a sort of shift that takes place in the summer that I do think is really positive beyond the kind of 
added strain of heavy shapewear, wigs, the heat and all that. And I think it would be, we'd be missing an opportunity not to discuss these things. I, for example, sunglasses, getting Mm -hmm. a cute pair of sunglasses. And I'm thinking of that first and foremost, because you sent me a lovely, there they are. Savannah just put them on. They're gorgeous, dark, rounded sunglasses that soften her face. Very Jackie O. Yes, yes, yes. If you, if it's hot outside, say it's a hundred degrees outside and you the thought of putting on eye makeup is just Mm -hmm. not something that you would like to do put on some sunglasses slap on some lipstick put get your hair on and you will feel just as fabulous as ever without having to feel like you have all this kind of grease paint Mm -hmm. on your eyelids i often say that sunglasses are one of our greatest feminine protectors when it comes to male to female transformation. This reminds me of when you went out for your photo shoot Mm. and you were told, everyone wait for it before you gasped, to show up without any makeup on. (gasps) Yes. But you were not going to show up in male mode, correct? That just Um, was not in the cards. You had a wig. I had a wig. You had little lipstick and you had sunglasses. Yeah. And I had an outfit on because I knew it was a boudoir shoot. So I couldn't just walk around with lingerie outdoors. So yeah, I did this very general look. But yeah, it was hard for me to not go out with full makeup on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, even if it was like, I was thinking, oh, I'll put all my makeup on, and then you just wipe it all off. But they said, nope, don't put anything on. That was tough. It was tough, tough, but visually, it looked good enough. Yes. It looked good enough, and it's something that, I'm telling you, there's especially these big round or cat-eye glasses. They take up a large part of your face. So not only is it protection from anti-aging and the sun, it also gives that illusion, that feminine illusion. It's a protection from your masculine self or the part of yourself that you're trying to shift, mm. your shapeshifter. Yeah. And sunglasses definitely are a way to be your fabulous self in the summer. Another thing that Savannah, you've, you're giving me a great point of reference to pull from is lightening your hair in the summer. In the summer and spring, some people like to get highlights. Hmm. Some people like to go up a shade, tucking away those dark, dark colors for winter and fall. Some people choose to do that. I know the Instagram is a wonderful way to watch people lavish in their femininity by adding some wigs that do have a few highlights in them, some blonder tones. You gave me this idea for what we're talking about because you have your beautiful platinum blonde wig with the dark roots that is just very on trend for summer. I love it. Thank you. And also it's reflective of the heat as opposed to absorptive of the heat. So that should, it should bounce off some of that head heat that's going to overheat you. Which reminds me, you talked about makeup and like, mm-hmm. uh, so what I did today, because uh, I did go out, everybody, I did go out for a little bit, but again, from the house to the car, to Starbucks and back. So not a lot of outdoor time, but I put a lot lighter uh, mm-hmm. application of makeup on today. I didn't build it up. I didn't do the pore reducer. I kept everything as light as possible. And I took the little spongy egg and made yeah. it as wet as possible. 
and blended, 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 like probably three times longer than I usually do. And then really shined it up with my fat brush, like really just shine it up and make it as even as possible. So while I could get that look with a heavier application quicker, I was able to get away with a lighter application, which took longer. But I think, gave, like you said, gave me just as even a look. So I, I enjoyed that. I like that. And also the one thing I wanted to say when we're talking about water and moisture and what do we do with our face, I was thinking also hydrate. Yes, when you're out that's there huge. World, hydrate. Don't forget that you are sweating. Like I can tell you right now, I go out there sometimes and the back of my neck gets sweaty and it like starts getting into the wig and just making everything hot, hot, hot from the shoulders up and not doing. And so, yeah, just hydrate, make sure you keep yourself cold and cool as much as possible. Keep that core temp down as much as you can. Keeping in mind that if you are wearing layers and you can't necessarily peel it all off to go to the bathroom, right. be mindful of your intake, how often, keep a good pace. Keep yeah, it sips. like that. Yeah, just sips. I mean, sips are just as good as gulps for hydration and also keep your kidney from feeling like you got to rush off to the bathroom and not really need to go, but just like you have that kind of feeling. And so to keep yourself comfortable, keep yourself cool, do that thing. And, you know, another thing, one more thing before I want to bring it back to you mm-hmm. is if you're gothy, yeah. if you're gothy, don't forget, you can go all Winona Ryder Beetlejuice style mm-hmm. and have yourself a nice parasol. Yes. Right? I love a good parasol. Yes. What was an umbrella for originally? Sunscreening. So yeah, the idea that just maybe work some accessories, maybe one of those little snap fans where you're just like being, oh, I declare, oh, oh, red. And then just like you could fan yourself. There's all these different little tips and tricks that you can accessorize to actually keep you cool. (laughs) You were just going to say, oh, red, red, red. I'm like, oh my God. I'll never go hungry again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I just Googled the summer and best makeups for summer. And right up from the real simple, it says matte makeup. Mm -hmm. Matte makeup stays on better than creamy or glossy products. And since it's formulated without mineral oil or petroleum, it won't crease throughout the day, Mm -hmm. which I think is a really great thing to say. You know, that's a good thing. Yeah, that Um, makes sense. And a lot of people, I think, don't even know what's in their makeup. Right. And just to counter that point just a little bit, there are some sunscreens now that have a slight tint. I'm a big, big fan of sunscreen just throughout the entire year. As a redhead, my, my mother started me on a great sunscreen routine very, very little. So I'm, I'm religious with my sunscreen, but I do appreciate that there's a wide variety of different tinted sunscreens. Mm. And so rather than making your face too, too oily, what I suggest is putting it all on in your skin and just letting it sit on the surface and just dry a little and then pat it in. With, there's been some thickness to build up just a little, like it would be like a foundation. Oh, nice. Just let it set a little and then just pat it in. Oh, smart. And I know that there are makeups that actually have SPF ratings as well, which can also yes. help in that case. Can't speak to what's in it. Right. Uh, mineral oil or anything that might drip and melt off of you. But yeah. So do your diligence, everybody, to like what kind of makeup maybe you already have. Because I don't even know what's in my makeup. I just know I like it. 
but I really have never investigated. Oh, this is going to wipe off my face really quick because I didn't even know. So, yeah, everybody pay attention to that or ask the question of your Ulta technician. Yes. You can. Yes. Definitely. I, yeah. Go on. I'm sorry. But. No, I was just going to say before I forget is lying baking in the sun and getting that those harmful rays all over your flesh. I do not recommend it. But there are many, Jurgens is my favorite, self-tanners, sunless self-tanners that will give you that glow that you're looking for in the evening when you're washing your face and you're doing all your grooming. Instead of moisturizer, just swap out for some sunless tanner. And in the morning, you'll wake up with a glow. I think that baking in the sun like we all did in the 80s is very out, especially if you want to continue to look your best at every age. Yeah, agreed. Um, I learned early on my Welsh and German heritage does not make me good in the sun. Maybe when I was younger and I was out there all day, every day as a kid, you know, getting that nice base. But yeah, I go out now, even when I was at Crystal's first day, it was all about spraying me over with the SPF 50. Second day, it was a little windy, a little overcast, stayed in the shade all day. Boom, sunburn. It's not necessarily just the fact that you got to be in direct center or not. I like moved my chair every time the shade moved and it's still, I came away with a suntan. It's some burn. My arms are tan. My head is sloughing off. So that's sexy. What I want to do though, is that we have some responses. You, Julie Rubenstein, made a gorgeous Facebook post that has this woman with this hat and she's sitting right on the edge of the water and says to dress or not to dress. That is the summer. Brilliant. Love that. I love You that. like that? I, I thought did. you would. Oh, you fantastic. Come- it's super clever. Thank super you. clever. So I want to read a couple from that. I know you have some on Instagram as well. I, think. I do. Okay. So I have the Facebook ones. And so Star of Gemini. Hey, Star. We love you. Yay. Hey, she says, I think it's a little more difficult to dress in summertime when it's hot Makes makeup, wig, padding more warm to wear. Normally in summer, it's vacation time, and that makes it hardest to find time to be in star. That's what we had said earlier as well. One summer, it was so hot. How hot was it? It was so hot that <laughs> I almost passed out, which is another thing we're talking about, hydration. But last time, I was out with girlfriends and had a fantastic time in my new summer dress. Classic elevator photo before and after night out which she had sent so anybody who sees that link uh, or sees that post you can see her picture there and the other one i wanted to mention and this is at the fox and the Fings podcast on facebook sudden freedom also a lovely loyal listener summer provides many chances to get out and about and wear some cute sundresses and sandals i love going out in the evening during the summer once the heat has dissipated some Wearing a wig and a makeup style I prefer in the miserable heat during the day isn't ideal, but sometimes we must make sacrifices for a day in the sun. I'm not one to show a lot of skin, but it's all but necessary in the heat. Yes. Yeah. So I have two from from Instagram. Okay. And the first, and they're both very positive, which, you know, we love positivity here at the Fox and the Phoenix podcast. So the first one is from T-Girl underscore Tracy. Summer is my absolute favorite time to dress. I far prefer a skirt or a dress in hot weather. Much more cooling than shorts. Winky face. In winter, I feel the need to layer up 
takes away some of the femininity, mm. which is a, a great point, which I totally understand how that could be true for T-Girl underscore Tracy. And the second one comes from our friend Sparkle is Loved, who says, I feel the same. There is nothing like the feeling of a warm breeze blowing gently past your legs while wearing a beautiful dress. The height of femininity for me. So both listeners here really talked about how the summer helps them feel very much full in their femininity with the wind blowing and the breeze. And I just, I get it. I totally get that. So I thought those were great responses. Did you get any more from Facebook? That's all I see on Facebook, but I think you had another post. Did you not? I did. Oh, here it is. I'm sorry. I have it right here. Another brilliant graphic from Julie Rubenstein. Oh, stop. Uh, Well, I'm just saying, this one was about, it says, fall, winter, spring, summer. It's got women dressed in the appropriate garb for the season. And you said, what is your favorite season to cross-dress and why? Yes. Becky Ashley says, winter, boots and gloves. And I will say, just like you said earlier, Julie, I do love my knee-length boots. There's just something about that. And I think I am, again, a fall baby. I love the earthier tones. I just love the idea of you can accessorize a little bit differently. Even if it's not cool enough for it, you can say, I put a loose skirt, a loose scarf on, or I put in, you have those boots that you can wear that aren't really necessarily appropriate for everyday summer outings. So I love that. The next one I have was from Leanne. Leanne Tamsin St. James. Fall. Oh, I, I guess I preempted her. Fall. Short skirts and boots. Add some long sleeve sweaters. My favorite season anyways. So yeah. totally get that. And the last one I have here on this listing is Natalie Claire, uh, who takes a more holistic approach. She says, for me, it is every season except the height of summer with the heat and humidity here. This is purely down to how it gets under a wig causing me to sweat, not mm. pretty sight, laughy face in parentheses. Everything else allows for different gorgeous outfits to feel so comfortably feminine in. Mm. Yes, I, li- I like that one. If we're looking at this, the second graphic I made, what is, or maybe it was the first, hmm. what is your favorite season to cross dress and why? Kira underscore AU says all around the year. Because why should you choose between boots, tights, skirts, sweaters, and sandals slash sundresses? Why? Living in subtropical weather has some advantages. Never too cold nor too hot. So I assume, could they be from Australia? I don't know. Oh, AU, yeah. Is that subtropical? Who knows? Maybe. Down under. Down under. They're the opposite of us. And then Maddie Victoria Fox 2, love you girl, Mm -hmm. says, I'm a late spring summer because it is bikini season and I get to wear sundress. For me, it will never be bikini season. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So anywho, the last one was 76 Starships who said, I'm a fall slash winter for sure. Boots, jackets, sweaters, and skirts. Tights with two little hearts. Yeah, I really love, I love, I do love the California weather when it's sunny and it's just cool enough that you could wear a cardigan or a jean jacket and be perfectly fine. You could also Mm -hmm. wear a t-shirt if you run warm. 
that's like for me the sweet spot or like i said i love the spring yeah and i think spring for you i know you're talking about pastels but also it's like that kind of coming out of winter yes yeah it's like the renewal and there's such a like a rush of yes we're here we're in the spring it's yeah everything's alive again finally i'm sure that makes an impact for many of our listeners winter blues is a real thing it so, really is and i know for me as our listeners may or may not know, it definitely is something that I've accepted. Maybe this year I'll try more to combat it with other things. The light therapy, all that is real. But yeah, this, there's something, a psychological shift mm-hmm. that happens in the spring along with the clothing. It's like a, a beautiful burst of energy. And I think for the summer with a lot of people going away, And a lot of people going places where there is places to swim and lay out and all that kind of stuff. It's another pause from the rest of the seasons that could look very different depending on who you are. I'm wondering if for certain cross-dressers that may not be able to dress, if the summer is a season that's a really big inspirational time for them to just observe or Mm -hmm. that feeling of longing to dress being able to study women who are not wearing as much clothing and who are able to be really in their femininity. I can imagine that it could bring up some feelings of comparison, some feelings of a little bit of sadness. I wish I was wearing a bathing suit. I wish I could wear a wrap dress right now, like my daughter or my wife, you know? Oh, I totally agree. Summer has been my nemesis from day one, whether it's been Recently, with COVID weight being put on, I don't feel mm. comfortable in that. Again, without a lot of compression. I remember, oh, we were still on Long Island. And we were invited out to like a summer party, summer barbecue. And it was all couples, all dual gender men and their wives or partners. And I agonize mm. trying to find the perfect bathing suit. Yeah. That would be one respectful of the venue. Like I wasn't going to be, yeah, I wasn't sure how my tuck was going to be. So I want to make sure I had a little cute little skirt skirting to it. So it wouldn't be on display, but I worry about my masculine shoulders and broad shoulders, but I wanted something that was going to hold my forms in. And I just agonized Judy and I went, I think I brought three or four bathing suits and never was in love with any of them. And I just picked one of the ones I picked. We went to TJ Maxx or Marshalls, I think. I wasn't in love with it, but it got me by. And I shouldn't have been so self-conscious because that is, those are my friends. There's no reason for them to be like, oh, I can't buy what Savannah wore, but I wanted to look appropriate. I want to look, I wanted to feel good by knowing I looked good. Oh, yeah. 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 And it has nothing to do with what people would think. It has everything to do with one's own confidence, especially... Mm -hmm. You know, you're not wearing that much clothes. You're not. And so when you have that added layer, breast forms or not, when you have things moving around, you really want to make sure that you are mindful about everything when it comes to wearing a bathing suit, wearing a skirt is smart. Are you wearing breast forms? Maybe you need something that's a high neck to really hold them in. There are strategic moves when it comes to finding a bathing suit that goes far beyond your fantasies, yes. far beyond the women, the woman you wish you were. 
So having someone like a partner or a friend or a specialist in the field join you when it comes to hunting for a bathing suit, I think will just add that much more confidence to an already vulnerable situation. As a woman in a bathing suit, it's already for a cis woman. Just we've been there, done that. I mean, I've been there, done there at my age. I've realized at this point, you know, what kind of bathing suits I like, what looks the best. But when it comes to transgender women and making sure that you have the coverage you need, you're dressing, quote, appropriately for the summer. You don't want to be distracting. You want to blend in. That is your intention. That is your goal. That is your heart of hearts to be one of the girls. Yes, sure. These are all your friends. You should feel comfortable. But at the same time, you want to feel just like they want to feel. And that's confident and comfortable in what they have on, period. Absolutely. I mean, the last thing I want to do is have a breast form sliding down like I just turned into a 90-year-old woman. Right. But I also don't want to wear a bra under my bathing suit because that's distracting if the bathing suit's got to open back. So yeah, there's a lot of things at play. And I was not in a space of feeling good about my body back then. And I still struggle. I mean, now that I put on more weight, I struggle just as much, but for different reasons because I want to look passable and not like barely. I'm dealing with other components of the same basically presenting issue but yeah i again we know that you can cover up in the fall you can cover up more in the winter time i know they may feel less feminine but we all know as you know perfectly joey you can accent things to make your fall winter wear very feminine very mm-hmm. fetching uh, it's not just showing skin in summer that makes you feel or look feminine Whereas I just said, I have the opposite problem. I'm afraid to show more skin because I think it'll make me more masculine looking. Mm, Yeah. So so anyway, so yeah, lots of problems, lots of things. I know every girl is built different. I know that everybody has a different kind of appreciation for the type of clothes they like to wear, whether it's because they feel safe in that or haven't expanded their wardrobe to understand different components. So anybody looking for styling advice, go to Julie Rubenstein at foxandhanger.com. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Fox and Hanger is quite busy in the summer months. Awesome. Let me tell you. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah. So this was a wonderful, bright and sunny episode with the little patches of darkness. <laughs> no, it's always bright and sunny here. We are just real and honest, and we will continue to share our perspective and our wisdom as we see it relating to the variety of topics that we come up with. Please, anytime that you think of a topic for us, please don't be shy about sending us a direct message. We love, we get topics from all over the place and we love to hear from you and hear your ideas. I know I would like to wish everyone a fantastic and safe summer and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. How about you, Savannah? I ditto that recommendation (laughs) and advice and love. My only advice is be the best you you can be. If you can't find that confidence, find somebody maybe you can pair up with that has an abundance of confidence, especially in those months that you don't feel comfortable being out. Again, we are sometimes our own worst enemies when it comes to what we think the perception is, but it's really just our perception of ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. As I said to Julie earlier on, where she feels like, I just woke up and I... I didn't wake up. That's well, the sad you, part. I did stuff. <laughs> it is. You look gorgeous, but your feeling of yourself is so completely different because you're seeing yourself differently than the world sees you. Yes, so, I agree. And I think we all can work on that just a little bit and realize that, as our friend Holly said many, many years ago, just got to look in a different mirror. Yeah. So, yeah. That's sweet. I so, do like that. Yeah. So, so we hope that everyone is going to have a great week and happy hump day. Hump day. <laughs> and yeah, bye for now. Until next time. You can find me on Facebook at Savannah Hawk or at Living With Crossdressing, and on Instagram at Savannah Hawk. Remember, that's H-A-U-K. And to learn more, go to my website, livingwithcrossdressing.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Fox and Hanger or at Julie MTF Style, as well as on our website at foxandhanger.com. Julie, it's your moment. <gasps> the Fox and the Phoenix podcast uses Anchor Copyright 2023. Yes, nailed it. If you enjoy our content and want to make it easier for others to find us, please share with your friends. Tap the subscribe or follow button to the show wherever you're listening. Give it a five-star rating or leave a review. And for show ideas or comments, contact us through the podcast on Facebook at Fox and Phoenix Podcast or on Instagram at the Fox and the Phoenix Podcast underscore.